Hi, welcome to the Parenting Bridge podcast. I'm Dr. Michelle Alden, a licensed professional counselor, parent coach, and family therapist. And I'm here to help you to build a bridge to your best family possible. We're going to be talking about adoption, and I'm going to talk about some of the struggles that adoptive parents have, the struggles that these kids have, and some of the lifelong ramifications of that. But also want to leave you with some things that you can do to help to make things better and just want you to know that I understand where you're coming from. I mean, adoption is really a lifelong journey. It's filled with highs and lows. Um, It's not a psychological condition. It's a life condition. Um, And it's permanent. And there's things that kids, people that have been through adoption, whether you're an adoptive parent or you or have adopted kids, like it's going to affect different aspects of your life forever. I think it's um, just like having kids is a lifelong journey and it's, and it affects you and it changes you. And adoption is that same way. And it's, it's that way for our kids that are adopted. It's that way for us as parents. So a little background about why I want to talk about this is I, I was adopted out of foster care when I was six and a half years old. I think I had been in foster care maybe a year. And definitely I've seen throughout my life different aspects of what I went through as a kid and how that's affected me. And so I want to talk about that, just being open and honest about that. But also I have great hope um, because I do feel like everything that I experienced and went through as a kid, I really feel like it's been valuable in what it's led me to do as an adult and how I have been able to work with adoptive families and keeping adoptive families together and seeing families thrive and seeing these kids be able to feel like they belong is just so powerful and huge and so important and critical. And so, and I love this work and I love working with these kids and with these families. So if you want more help, then this this podcast, or if you know someone that's adopted that's struggling, because really in, in everyone's family and friends, there's there's probably somebody somewhere, please like give them my book, um, Parenting Emotionally Distressed Kids, or have them listen to this podcast or have them get in touch with me because I really, this is just a part of what I do that I, I really love. I also was an adoptive parent um, after most of my kids, I have five children, and after my youngest was, I think she was about 14, 15 years old, and I adopted a boy from foster care as well. And um, that has been full of of its own unique challenges, and I don't know how much of that I will share because that is his story as well, but I I will share some things with you about some of the challenges that, that are faced there, and that definitely was an older kid adoption. Interestingly enough, when I was adopted at six and a half, at that time, that was considered an older child placement, and there wasn't the research that we have now on the brain and trauma and uh, the ability for kids to be able to grow and change and for things to change. So my older brother was supposed to be adopted with me, and I believe that he had full-on reactive attachment disorder and had a lot of challenges, a lot of things going on. He ended up not continuing in that placement and um, was put into, I believe, a, a group home for a time and then was ultimately adopted by our maternal 
grandparents and stayed in that family system that I had been taken out of. So I didn't have continued contact with him through growing up, which I think was very good um, because there were some challenges in, in keeping us in contact. But I think that was difficult for him his whole life because of just the things that he went through as a child and the things that he was subjected to and also just not knowing enough about the brain and how to help these kids to change and and grow. And it's very difficult. There's a lot of childhood issues that come into play. Even when you adopt a child as as an infant, there still is some challenges there. And I think it's important to know those, but I don't want to necessarily tell people to be afraid to adopt. I just think that it's more helpful to go into it knowing those challenges. I feel like I knew those challenges going into adopting with my son, and I feel like it helped a lot to have things in place to help him as much as possible. So a lot of times with the childhood issues you're dealing with, the kind of trauma that you're dealing with is is attachment, right? Like there's trauma in, in the natural attachment. So and that happens even at birth because we're naturally created to connect and to be connected to our biological family um, in utero. And so there can be trauma that happens while the child is in utero, um, whether it's drug, alcohol, even just trauma that the birth parent is going through. Making that difficult decision to give a baby up creates some turmoil and trauma. It's not that it can't be overcome, but it's there. And I think it's important to acknowledge that it's there. I remember when I was going through training because I had to be a foster parent first before I could adopt my son, a comment was made about, you know, if the child that you are fostering has had trauma, if they have had trauma. And I thought, wow, like that is kind of, (laughs) I struggle with that because there's no if, like there's trauma. If they're in foster care, there's been some kind of trauma. And it's not, we're, we're not the ones that can determine like how much is more trauma than someone else's trauma? Like trauma is trauma and it affects different people different ways. You know, the way my brother and I went through the same kind of trauma. I have a younger brother as well. He went through that same kind of trauma and yet it affected all of us in, in different ways. And some of it was based on our age. Some of it was based on on what actually happened, which we don't know all of the story but how we perceived it and how we were able to handle it and also just the interactions that we had from that. I I went into one foster home and was adopted out of that foster home where my brother was in, I think, like 10 or 12 different foster homes in that year period and struggled in every single one. And there was some abuse that happened in the foster homes um, for, for both of us. And so, you know, and then he had the trauma, I think, of growing up not knowing what happened to his siblings and he was the oldest and had felt like it was his job to take care of us. And and so there was some added trauma for him. And so there's a lot of nuances going on with these kids. And I think it's important to know what they are so that we know best how inter- to intervene and and why we need to intervene and be effective. I, I think that adoption is a beautiful and wonderful thing. And I'm so thankful for my adoptive parents and that they stepped in and gave me a family and a sense of of well-being and safety. And yet they didn't even have, you know, all of the understanding that we have now. And I think they did a really good job. But I don't think that they would have been able to do that same thing if my brother had stayed with me 
And if they were trying to parent him, I think there was a lot more than that was going on than they were going to be able to manage. So trauma and neglect, attachment, loss, and losing a sense of yourself, you know, your your identity, because part of who we are when we're little is is our family. And I, I think that probably that right there has been something I've struggled with even into adulthood of just knowing, like, really understanding the depths of family ties. I I feel that with my kids and and yet I still struggle as they have become adults and had their kids like wow like I didn't have this and I don't I don't know how to create this and and so just you know being aware of that has been really helpful and to be able to to know I have to be intentional in healing some of those places has been important so even with children that are adopted at birth you know they have we have to be able to integrate that trauma of like birth and adopted parents and and the prenatal issues and some things like that so it's not I don't want anybody to feel like we just write these kids off or that we're like, well, this is what happened to them. So there's no, there's no luck, you know, good luck or whatever. You know, it's like, no, like for all adopted children, I think it's important to understand that there's grief, you know, that there's, there's this, this loss and this sadness and that all of these can affect a child's ability to adjust, to connect and the choices that they make throughout their life is affected by it. And I think that the hope is that we can do the best we can to give them something new and different and be intentional. It's important to understand that that in that loss and sadness for children, especially in that grief, that there's also those, those that sad. I always tell kids that you're, if you don't deal with your sad, then it turns to mad. And that's really true that, that there's this anger and this frustration and this low tolerance for first things because of the stuff that's happened. It's the same with anybody that has depression or anxiety. There's a lower tolerance for for things, and people deal with it in different ways. And what we want to do is be able to help our kids to recognize these things in themselves and to be able to overcome it, not just recognize it or use it as an excuse, but to be able to help them. So this kind of primal anger, you know, at being denied, being denied the things that, that we should just have, right, that should just be there. Like, I don't believe that kids should have to be thankful that they have a family. You know, I know that if you're an adoptive parent, like I know all that you've done to try to help this child, right? Like everything that you gave up or, you know, that you have have done to like bring this child into your home. And it feels like they should be thankful for that or grateful for that. And some kids are um, and able to recognize it. But I also don't think that they should have to because it should be having a family should be, we should all have a family. <laughs> And if you didn't have a family, then it can add to that, right? Like you're giving your children something that you didn't have and you really, and they don't even know. They don't even know what they're missing, right? So it's innate, right, that they should should have that and that all kids should kind of be able to take that for granted. So with our adopted kids or kids that came to us in other ways, I think that sometimes we have to realize like they shouldn't have to feel that to that extent. And that also that they tend to have kind of fantasy about their life, if they weren't adopted by you, if they had other people, I, I feel like there's like the real parents, which are which is you as the adoptive parents, but then there's the 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 bio family. Sometimes can be the fantasy family or the fantasy of what the bio family is, or all the reasons why this happened. Because our brain is trying to figure out, like you know, connect the pieces, like what happened. And and for a lot of kids, they grow up thinking that it was them. Like even though they're told, like your your mother couldn't raise you or was making these choices or whatever, like 
kids tend to kind of carry this, like, you know, if, if I had been a better kid, my, I know that my son has said that to me numerous times, like, I'm going to try to be better so I don't lose this family, you know, kind of thing. And it's really hard and frustrating because a lot of times they have behaviors that push everybody away at the same time. So, but being aware of that can really be helpful in how you interact with your child, whether they're still young or teenagers and they're throwing these things at you, you know, just be aware that there is this frustration and anger and denied something that was denied them that shouldn't have been denied. So, and it's, it's normal really actually to see this aggression and angry behavior. Like I said, they have a lower tolerance for things. Part of going through trauma, even though you might not remember the trauma you went through, is that you, trauma is hard on us because we don't have control. Like it's a, we lose control when you go through trauma, something else, something's happening to you. And so even though the kids may have behavior where they're doing things that are causing more bad things to happen, right? Like they bring these things on themselves by the way that they're acting. They are staying in control of the things that are happening. So they will push you to that limit of getting angry because then they can control your anger instead of it coming out of the blue or, you know, or them just feeling like I'm always doing something wrong. So I'm going to go ahead and do something wrong that I knew I did so that I can kind of stay in control of it controlling is a huge issue, right? Like no control of trauma, no control over losing their family, no control really if they're placed from one foster home to another. They do get a choice if they're old enough to say whether they want to be adopted or not, which is interesting, but they really don't have control over the the adult's choices. And at the same time, they don't have trust. So it's okay for parents. I teach parents to to be in charge and to be in control of yourself and to to have that you know, like you're in control of your of your home, but at the same time, you need to understand that they don't trust that. They don't see that as easily. And usually when I'm working with adoptive families versus working with biological families, their behaviors are maybe very, very similar in, in each of those families. And it really is very sim- similar behaviors, but the thing that's driving it can be really different. And the relationship and the attachment between the parents and the child is can be very different in adoptive families versus biological families. And so sometimes you have to kind of think about like if your biological child was struggling and having problems, like what would you do? Because you have to look at it in terms of like how you would deal with it instead of instead of just like they have this this huge hole and I can't fill it and I can't fix it. Just looking at it behaviorally, they're they're very similar, but it does come from a different source and a different issue. And um, so some of the things are a little bit different. And what part of what I like to help adoptive parents do is to build stronger attachment and and to do that in ways that can help the child to kind of overcome and be more securely attached. So like I said, there are similarities in trauma that are also very akin to problems that we see in ADHD and kids with high anxiety, shame and loss kind of go together. So there's a lot of behaviors around that. There's similar behaviors to kids that have autism. It's in my, I have a really a good friend and colleague that says that there's traumatic, it's like traumatic autism, very similar symptoms to, to autism or ADHD or executive functioning problems because trauma, it gets us stuck in the emotional and reactive part of our brains. And we have to help these kids to bring forth, you know, to use the skills in the frontal lobe of their brain. So it can be hard for parents to really understand the depth of the grief and loss. And usually it's not just of their parents, right? Like I can tell you that as a kid, like I didn't want to get 
sent back. I saw my brother get sent away. I did not want to get sent away. But at the same time, like, I don't think I realized until I was much older how much grief and loss there was, not just of parents, right, but of grandparents, of pets, of siblings. Like, I didn't feel like I grew up in a normal way with, like, normal attachment to the extended people around me, to aunts and uncles, to cousins, to all of that. Like, there was there was me, and I, I think I was as attached as I could be in my family, but there was this separation. Even now as an adult, I struggle, like, with sibling relationships, like, really trying to understand it or know the even a role in it. Like, it's it's so weird to, like, look back and know that these things are missing. So I think that something I would really encourage you as an adoptive parent is to work on those relationships be in the family and between the family members because they're so important throughout this person's life. It's not just as, you know, everybody getting along while they're in the home. It It's so important for the rest of our lives. Thanks for listening to The Parenting Bridge. Do you want to learn more about building a bridge to better behaviors? Pick up a copy of Dr. Michelle Alden's new book, Parenting Emotionally Distressed Kids. Or for more resources, you can click on the link for Healthy Foundations. If you would like to leave a comment or a question for Dr. Alden, there's a link in the notes. We'll see you next time. And remember, things can always get better.